Today's daf is daf nun hey. We are holding Nandalid Amid Bays at the uh, Mishnah towards the top of the Amid. Now we had this Mishnah, we talked about this Mishnah yesterday, and it's still continuing with the theme that we started in the end of the, the fourth parak with Tikkun Olam, those enactments that were made for the betterment of society. They brought a carbon on behalf of a person who needs the carbon, and they then notify us, or we find out that there was an act of pigle. An act of pigle is uh, what, what disqualifies the carbon. So we said, Mezidin, that if it was an act that was done, the Mezid, Chayobin, then they would have to recompensate the Yisroel who brought the carbon, the person who brought the carbon, uh, because uh, of the damage that they created by the act of pigle. If it was done, the shogig we learned earlier is that then they are not obligated to compensate, and the reason that was given, according to uh, uh, according at least one of the reasons were given, I think according to Chizkiah, is that Chachamim did not want to uh, obligate the person in the case of shogig because they were concerned that then he would not want to not notify. That was according to one one opinion. We had uh, a number of different, uh, we had, uh, we, according to Rabbi Yochanan, we learned that the reason was that a person should not go and cause damage to his friend because Hezek She'en and Nikr, he's not higher for it, so therefore it's a penalty on the Mezid as opposed to the penalty, the Takana being on the Shogit. Well, that was we had the Machlokas before. Tanraban, we learned in a Braisa. Haya osa imo betaharos. We're talking about a situation where you've hired someone to come and assist you with your taharos. You're doing whatever work, you're stacking the, the produce, whatever it is, but it has to be done at the highest levels of tahara because you want to keep the stuff tahar. And the person comes and admits that although I was supposed to make sure that they kept, were kept tahar, However, they became Tommy. Sherets came in contact with whatever it is, and they are Tommy. So now, uh, in our case of our Mishnah, he's the Kohen, and on behalf of the person bringing the Korban, the Kohen is uh, helping him bring the Korban, doing the Avoda on his behalf. And he tells him that the Korbanist, there was Pigol, either Shashchita, the Shaz. Uh, at, at the time of the Shrita, at the time of the Zrika, their pigle occurred. So, says the Bryce, the Neman, he is believed to say that that disqualification occurred. Now, the Bryce continues, Aval Amar Lo, the Taharas I did with you last week, on last Tuesday, the Taharas I did with you, Nitmu became Tommy at that time, or the carbon I brought on your behalf a week ago, I had a machshava pigul, nispaglu, I had an intent to eat him outside of the right time. Ain't a neman, he is not believed. Now the Gemara wants to know what's the difference in this brisa. The first half of the brisa says he is believed to say that they became tame or there was pigul, but when he dates it for, to a, a, a previous date, then he's not believed. What's the difference? Either he's believed or he's not believed. So what's the difference between the two scenarios? So Maishna Resha Maishna Seifa. So we're going to have your uh, Machlokas Abaya and Rava in the in the din of believing a person in general. An eight echad when you believe somebody uh, is going to be here. Come out uh, fundamental differences. Amr Abaya. So Abaya learns that the reason why a person is believed. When it's Nagaya Isr Veheter, when the person is believed concerning is this kosher, is it not kosher, is it tahor, is it not tahor, is as long as it's biyado, meaning that what gives him his believability is because it's almost like it's like a, 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 like a migu type of concept. Because uh, if, if, if I really want to make it disqualified, I can go ahead and do it right now. So believe me, it is disqualified because I can make it disqualified. And therefore, says Abaya, that's why it has to be that the guy's doing it with you right now. But if the guy's telling you something that he did last week, where it's no longer within his ability 
to change the situation, to disqualify it if he wants to, he does not have the capacity to say, well, last week it was Tomei, or last week there was Pigul. So according to Abai, what's critical in the believability of this fellow is that he right now has it in his control. But if he's given up control, he no longer has it, then he does not have the believability. And that explains, therefore, the difference between the first half of the Brisa and the second half of the Brisa. Because the second half of the Brisa is discussing a situation where it happened last week, that's how Abaya wants to explain it. That's Abaya's pshat. Rava says that's not the pshat. Rava says that the believability that we give a person, his eight echad, his neman isurim, even works generally for things in the past as well. You don't need the concept of Bayado. Well, if you don't need the concept of Bayado, then what's the difference between the Reisha and the Sefer? So Rava's going to say as follows. The case in the Sefer is referring to that let's say... A week ago, you went and you did, you brought the person's korban. A week ago, you worked with his taharos. And then, three days later, you met the guy. You never said anything. Now, seven days later, you say to the guy, Oh, you should know that was Tomei, or you should know that that was, uh, that was, there was Pigul. So, uh, Robert says, in such a case, you lose your believability. Because if, in fact... It did become Tommy. Or if in fact there was Pigle, why didn't you tell him the last time you met him? Why didn't you tell him three days ago? So we say that the reason is that you must just be shepherding the guy. You're just bothering the guy. Because if you really... If it really happened, you would have told him the last time you met the guy, not this time. So according to Robert, it's not that Eidecha does not have believability on something that happened in the past. He does. As long as this is the first time since it happened that you're meeting the guy. But if there have been meetings intermittently that you never said anything, in such a case, that's why you lose your believability. That's how Robert ha- wants to explain it. So Robert Amar could go in, to Ashkechei, that you encountered this person uh, uh, before this, uh, right after the event, before this time, below Amalei you said nothing. And then after that, if you met him last, you meet him again, now you decide to wake up and say, oh, it was Tomei, oh, there was Spiegel. That's why you lose your believability. So it's a big, it's a very, uh, uh, a, a big machlokas, a fundamental machlokas in the believability of Eid Echad. According to Abaya, the only way an Eid Echad is Neman, if it is Bayado. Whereas according to Rava, no, he's believed in when it's not Bayado, unless he's lost his believability, because why didn't you tell him the last time? Now, Mar now brings down a story. There was a situation where the person told his friend, that the Taharas that I did with you last week, Nitma'u became Tomei. Now, also came to Rav Ami. Now, they came, they came to Rav Ami to say, does this guy believe or not? Now, the, 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 there's, there's no indication over here that they had met in between. So this could be the first time since last week that they encountered one another. Let's say, uh, we'll see, what did Rav Ami rule? Amalei, Shurus Adin, that the Din Torah, that by letter of the law, right, that what? Einanemani, he should not be believed. Now that seems to be classic Abaya. Because why? It doesn't matter whether you met him before or you meet him before. You're not believed. Why? Because it happened last week. It's no longer the Yodo. So therefore, of Ami seems to be asking like Abaya over here. It's not the Yodo. You're not Neman. You cannot now ruin the Chazaka on these Saharos or on the Korban that was brought last week. So I'm a little fun of Rabbi Asi. So, so Rabbi Asi said to Rabbi Ami, he said, Rabbi Ata Omar Kane. Rabbi, that's what you say. But Hachi Amar Rabbi Yochanan Mishum Rabbi Yosi. But we know Rabbi Yochanan said in the name of Rabbi Yosi, Ma Eze Shatayre Mi Nasei. That what can you do? The Torah gives him his believability, right? Which that seems to go with the skin of Rava. Rava held you don't need the Yado. That the, we're going to see where in the Torah we see this. But the Torah seems to say that the Eid Echad is Neaman even if it's not necessarily the Yado. And therefore, in this case. That if you go, not like a buy, if you rule like Rava, and we see that, uh, Rabbi Yechanan, in the name of the, seems to be the Tana Rabbi Yaisi, held like that, that that actually is the, 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 the halacha is not like a buy, the halacha seems to be following Rava, then he should have the ability to disqualify. Now the Gemara right away asks, 
Lechayra, what do you mean, Hamanasle Taira? Where do we see that the Taira gave this person believability? So Moana says like this. Now, we're going to, I'm going to explain it outside, and we'll see it inside. This is the way Rafi seems to be Masber. The law of Pegul that's brought down, that a Khan has an ability with his mind to disqualify the carbon at the time that he, when he's bringing it, that will disqualify, and then he, it doesn't work for the owner, and the owner has to bring another carbon. That, there, there, there's aspects of Pegul that are learned from the Avoda on Yom Kippur. So now, what Rabbi Yechon and the name of Yossi uh, derived from that, Lechora, he says, Bishloma, a regular situation of Pigul, right? Tyson discusses it. A regular situation of Pigul could occur is that uh, when, when the Kohen, as he's doing it, he tells us that, we, that he's doing it Shalom Lishma. Or what happened was that he came and told us after the Shrita, before the Zrika, that I did it Shalom Lishma. Which means it's Biyado, it's Biyado to do the Pigul. But Lechorah, the Avodah on Yom Kippur, there's no one there. It's in the, he's in the Heichal. He's on his own. The only way we would know that there's Pigul is if later on he comes and tells us that he did the Pigul. But later on, is there's not Biyado. So you see from there, Rabbah, that's Rabbah is derived from there. That's the Sheet of Rabbi Yochan, Amma Rabbi Yossi, which is Rabbi Asi is now quoting, is that a eight echad is Naman even on something that happened in the past. Now it's true, there is a caveat which Rabbah already told us, that if you've met him a few times and he never said anything and only now he wakes up, then you can say he's just trying to shepherd you. But otherwise, if this is the first time you've met him since the event and he tells you now that it's no good, then the Chorei should be believed. But where's the proof? The proof is from the fact that there is a Din Pegu on the Avodah that the Kohen does in the, in, uh, on, on Yom Kippur. The Zrikas that he does in front of the, the, uh, the, the, the curtains. Right? There's no one there. How do you know? He tells you later. Later, it's not the Yodo anymore. That's what the one wants to say. So let's see inside. I'm Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Mizni. Kain God, Bizna. Kain God of Yom Kippur. Yechiyat Arayas. Kain God of Yom Kippur. Techi Amar Pigul. Because we know that if he says there was Pigul, it's Meheman. Umina Yadinan. Now Lachora. How could we know? We can't know at the time he's doing it. Why can't we know at the time he's doing it? Fa'aksivachol Adam Le'yebo'ayo. Moed. No one's allowed to be there at the time he's doing it. It could only be afterwards. Afterwards, no longer be Yoda. Elolah Mishun to Mehemnina. Dehemna. Dehemnehemon. That it must be because he is believed. Says tomorrow, maybe not. Maybe it is talking about that we hear him while he's doing it. He just says it loudly. I am doing this to eat shalom, or to do this rigor. Shalom We're outside the ohel, but maybe he's doing it loud enough that we're able to hear. Maybe we hear him as he's doing it, that he's doing the pigle, and therefore at the time it is biyado. Someone says like this, that can't be. Because the Chorah has to be, he's believed even when he's not doing it. Because if you're telling me because we heard him while he's doing it, you don't see him while he's doing it. How do you know when he's saying it, that it's mamish while he's doing it? Maybe it was afterwards. And therefore, how can you rely on it? So therefore, it's not a raya because you heard him. Right? Hearing him doesn't mean that it's happening at the time when it was being done. So it says the one like this. I'm not sure exactly why that's so strong. So let's say it's a suffix you don't know. It's still the chorum. Unless you say there's a chazaka, the chazaka would tell you that he, he would not be neman unless you mamish know that it's happening at the time he's doing it. So when it says like this, Elav the Mehemon, if he wouldn't be believed, right? Without, without the concept of the Yodah, so Avagav Shema'ina, so even if you heard him doing it, Nami Laman, he also won't be believed because the deal of the Baza Hachgama, maybe he already did it. When you heard him, he already accomplished it. And therefore, if his whole Nemonis comes of the Yodah, and you don't know that it's a Yodah situation, then you would not be able to believe him either. So therefore, that can't be. Must be. You don't need the Yodah the way Rav time is not the way Abaya held. So Mora says like this, Says the Gemara, but deal with Someone says, how do you know? We know, Raji says, there were a number of different trapdoors that were associated with the Heichal. There was one on the northern side on the, and on the southern side, which was called the Beis HaChalifos. Beis HaChalifos was an area where they used to keep the knives. The, the name Chalif in Arabic is the knife that they used to shecht the animals with. Now, these Beis HaChalifos actually had, they, 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 they ran 
uh, uh, next to the Heichal, and there was a trap door from them into the Heichal that they would open during the time when the Shechita was done, because the Shechita has to be done in front of the Ohel Moed. So anything that was to the north, the, 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 the Azara ran east-west. Anything north-south doesn't necessarily mean you're in front of the Ohel Moed. So they, open, they would open up these trap doors, so any Shechita that was happening to the side, it's considered like it's being done with Nei Ohel Moed. The point is, is that someone technically could be looking through these trap doors and seeing what the Kohen Gadol is doing on Yom Kippur, and therefore, if he hears himself, he could see it's the Mamash happening. Or rather, there's also a trap door above. That could even be the Avoda in the, in the, in the Kodesh Kadashim. There was a trap door. Remember, they used to lower people down to do the work inside. So anyway, there were trap doors that you could look in. So technically, to bring a raya from there that you don't need Bayado, you don't bring a raya. Where's this kasha? That's a good kasha. Meaning, how could you be so certain that you don't need Bayado? Maybe you do. They say, well, you bring a raya from the current government. I said, you don't have a raya. Maybe there, there's also Bayado. How's a Bayado? You don't know how to be there while it's doing it. What's the terrorist to that? They were looking through the trap door while it's going on. So you don't have a proof for that they seem to be definitively you don't need the order could be you do need the order you don't see from there that you don't Mara brings down a story certain fellow came before Rav Ami we know that one of the most important aspects of writing a Sefer Torah Lishma is the Shem Hashem the Shem Hashem can't be erased so the Shem Hashem you have to make sure that you do it Lishma whatever the Lishma over there is the Shem Mitzvah Sefer Torah you have to do it you have, you have uh, some, some uh, the, 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 the more Choshevet uh, Tfilin or Sifrei Torah they used to be they used to be Seferim uh, they used to go to the Mikvah every time there came a Shem Hashem there would go be table in the Mikvah they need to be done with the right type of Kavon so this guy goes again he gets commissioned $60,000 to make a Sefer Torah and then he comes back after he wrote the Sefer Torah and he tells the, the, the rub of the city that I did not have Lishma when I wrote the Askaras of the Sefer Torah. So Amalei, Sefer Torah beyond me. So he says, have, have you given it over yet? Who has the Sefer Torah right now? The buyer or do you still have it? So Amalei, beyond Lekech, he has it already. He has it already. So therefore, Lechorah, what, what the point is, Rav Ami, we already saw Rav Ami held like Abaya. So therefore, Rav Ami saying, well, it's no longer Biyotcha to parcel it. You can't parcel it anymore because you gave it up. So you can't go back now and take away from the Chazaka that this is a Kasher Esevetor. You're not Neman. So the most you can be Neman over here, so Amalei, Neman Atala, Hafsit Charcha. A person's Neman Lagaba himself. Right? So considering yourself, you believe. He can say, yes, I'm not paying you. Right? But you don't have an ability to disqualify the Chazaka of the Sefer Torah itself. It's Chazaka's Sefer Torah, the Chazaka. You, you're Neman of Gabba yourself. So you don't get paid, but the Sefer Torah is still Kasher. It's a very interesting anomaly that comes out over here. Viyata Neman Lahafsid Sefer Torah. So Amalei Rav Yermias. Rav had an interesting question. He says like this. Lechaira... What Rav, Rav Ami wants to understand is, I understand that if the Askaras were not done correctly, right, that it disqualifies the Sefer Torah. But why do you have to say that he loses, let's say he was getting $60,000. We're going to see is that there is an opinion that holds, we're going to see the Sheet of Rav Yehuda, that if you have the Shem Hashem was written Shaloli Shema, you can trace over the Shem Hashem and have it Mishma. Now let's say it costs another twenty thousand dollars to hire somebody now to go and trace him over. So the Chora, why should he lose the full sixty thousand dollars? The most he should be losing is what? The twenty thousand dollars that I have to commission somebody else now to go ahead and turn it into a kosher sefer Torah. But why should he lose the full sixty thousand dollars? Everyone hear the question over here. So Rabbiim, that's Rabbiim is kosher. So I'm like Rabbiim, and he dehevsted tzchar askaros. Even if you tell me that he loses the the, the the wages for making the names of Hashem correctly, but tzchar hevsted the sefer Torah, kula. But the entire wage of what he was paid for the sefer Torah, me hevsted. Why should he lose? Amale uh, in he says uh, that no no in this case you talk to do lose it right shakol say Amale in shakol say v'toras ain't as kar shalot suvas lishman ain't as shavak klum so he says like this he says no he says that 
if you have a Sefer Torah that literally the entire Sefer Torah was written uh, with the names of Hashem, Shalom it is disqualified. Now the Gemara is going to ask, but still, why should it be? If there is a sheet of Rabbi Yehuda that can go and trace so then go trace over. So there's a whole Sefer Torah. Go trace him over. So why don't you go over with a kulmus? Trace over the Shem is Hashem with a quill and sanctify it. Do it with Shem Hashem. Come on. So who must this ruling be that you can't do that? Must be. Name it like Rabbi Yehuda. Can't be going like Rabbi Yehuda. Because according to Rabbi Yehuda, we know the Rabbi Yehuda Shita is that one. You could go ahead and do it. The Snans we learned in a Mishnah, so this is a, a, a Mishnah in, uh, or it's actually a Brisa. It's a Mishnah, it's, I believe it's in, in, in Mishnah Seifim. It says, The case was, we had this case before, a fascinating case. The, the person was up to a, 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 a the word in the Sefer Torah was, Now, he made a mistake, and he thought that it was Yehuda. He thought the name was actually Yehuda. But, he made a mistake in writing Yehuda and he dropped the Dalit. So what came out at the end? Yudke But it's a Yudke Vavke that's written Shalom So what do you do? Right? That's the case over there. So Hashem. The he thought of the name Yehuda. V'tahad, he made a mistake. and he left out the Dalit. So what do you do according to Yehuda? is not a problem. You just go over... <coughs> Trace over the Yudke Bobke and be Makanashit. Chachomim Oimu Ein Hashem in Amukhar. Now the place can say Ein Hashem in Amukhar, that that name is not in Amukhar. It's, 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 it's a question why they're wording it that way. That means it's disqualified. Even one time, it's disqualified. You cannot go ahead and trace over. That does not imbue Kedusha, that does not make it kosher. But what do you see? Right? That Rabbi Yehuda held that you could do it. Well, if Rabbi Yehuda held you could do it, so we're back to our question. So why should the cipher over here lose all his weight? Must be, it's not going like the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. On that, the more answers, Afilu Tem Rabbi Yehuda. Rashi brings down the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, it, it, it's actually brought down in, in, in the Gabbat of Taisvis. There's a Taisvis in, 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 the, in the third paragraph of Sukkah we had. That's over there. But by, uh, when you have, um, that a mitzvah should be done in the most beautiful way possible, right? So this sheet of Yehuda is brought down, but we're going to see what they think it's going to say. If Yehuda holds, you can go and trace over if it happens once or twice. But if every time you have the Shem Hashem, it happens, what you now are going to have a Sefer Torah that's going to be look like it's Menumer. Menumer is like a leopard. It's spotted. Every, every line, you've got two big black spots where you had to trace over. That takes away from the aesthetics Right. So the the way the achronim are masmer. There's one thing to say that you have to add aesthetics by the nicest filling, by the nicest sefer Torah, and then if you don't do it, it's not really the nicest. That's not going to disqualify. But where it's actually the opposite, that now what happens is it actually is downgraded by what you just did, makes it look like a shmata, so then, then Rabbi Yehuda, that, you can't fix it under that way. And that way, Taka would be disqualified. That type of uh, a lack of, of aesthetics would disqualify the Sefer Torah. Which means that's why the sofer over here has to pay, has to lose his entire wages, because it's not shy, even according to the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, to fix it up. So, I can look on Rabbi Yehuda, if you don't hold, you can fix it. When you have one time, that you have to go ahead and do it. About the Kula Sefer Torah, but the entire Sefer Torah, that you can't because it looks like a spotted Sefer Torah, like a, a, a Namer is a leopard. It looks like a spotted Sefer Torah, and there you have, it's a chisoran in the aesthetics of it, a detraction from what the Sefer Torah should be, and that disqualifies the Sefer Torah. There was a certain individual that came before of Yavo. The Gvil is the cloth. The cloth was not, it has to be made also the shame Sefer Torah. You can't go ahead and take the cloth and have in mind, you know what, I'm going to make a leather jacket, and then change my mind, like, you know what, it looks nice, let me go ahead and, and make a Sefer Torah. No, it has to be, the, the uh, ibud has to be done lishma. So basically, he's basically saying it's a disqualified Sefer Torah, because the ibud was not done lishma. So I'm going Sefer Torah beyond me. So it says, who controls the Sefer Torah over here? Right, who has it? Have you given it over to the buyer yet or not? So Amalei, the Yad Lekeach, he says, no, the buyer already took it. He has it. 
So Amar Lay, so Amar Lay, she said to him, he said, even though the buyer has it, this is a new swara we're going to see. He says, the buyer, because you have a migu over here. Because since what you're saying is going to cost you, you're going to lose $60,000 because now you lose your wages, that believability, right, is also why we believe you that what? So therefore, you also believe the Chazaka, the Cheskes Kashrut, you can disqualify as well. Now, just a couple of points. We're going to ask one question in a moment, but I want to just point out something else. And this, uh, there is shown, if you take a look, there is shown and deal with, I'm not going to get into the answer right now, but the Chorah, it seems to be that basically he's saying is that you might agree that biyado is necessary to believe a person, but there's another tool of the, that's like biyado, that's like biyado like amigu. They believe me because I have to go disqualify it now. But this guy can't disqualify it now because he already gave it to the buyer. But he has another believability. Why? Because since he's going to be losing, he's got so much at stake that he would not be saying it unless it acts just to check with someone, I'm not losing $60,000. So therefore, that's why he is believed. So the Rishonim said, that why did Rabbi Avo first ask him, who has the Sefer Torah? That's the Kach Rishonim deal with, I'm not going to get into it. But the Gwana asked a different question. Why didn't, in the case before, when the person came to Rav Ami, Rav Ami Taka asked him, who has the Sefer Torah? And the Shemus were done incorrectly. Who has the Sefer Torah? So he says, uh, the buyer has the Sefer Torah. So he says, like, well then you can't possibly. Why don't we say the same thing? This guy, so we're going to stop at the top of Nunhei. This guy is, is going to be losing $60,000. Why didn't Ravani hold of that Migu? Migu that is going to be losing his entire wages. Believe him that the Sefer Torah is possible. So why did Rabbi Bo hold that's a good Migu? And yet Rabbi Ami did not. That's more kasha. Well, my Shnam and Rabbi Ami. Why is it different in the case of Rabbi Ami? So what says is very interesting. The Gemara says like this. In the case of Rabbi Ami, where the person says, I wrote the Askaros for Loli Shema, Rabbi Yermia had a kasha. He said, one second, why should he lose all the money, $60,000? Whatever it costs, $10,000, $15,000, whatever it's going to cost to go ahead and trace over all of the Shemos, then that's what he should be losing, but not the whole $60,000. On that, the word came back, it says, it's true that according to Yehuda, you can trace over, but that's only if it happens a couple of times. That's not if it happens... Throughout the Sefer Torah. So basically, what the Gemara is going to answer is the reason why Rav Ami held that this guy does not have the Migu, because this guy might have thought like the Kasha of Rav Yirmiya. He might have thought, I'm not losing all my wages, I'm only going to lose uh, a couple of thousand dollars that it's going to cost to go ahead and do it. So I'm going to, it's worth my while to chaper him to go ahead and lose it. Kamash, what really, but he didn't realize he's talking about losing all his wages. But since he didn't realize he's losing all his wages, you cannot use that as the migu to believe him that he's telling the truth. Well, in the case of Gvil, everybody knows that the Gvil was done, the Ibud was done, Shalolishma, this guy's saying, I'm losing all my wages, I'm going to lose all your wages, then he's believed about the Sefer Torah. So he says like this. He says, My Shnoh Midravam, because Hassam, Iklamema, Toibidravayermia. There, the, 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 the cipher could be making a mistake like the questioner of Yirmiya, right? Thinking that it's really not giving up all his wages, just a few thousand dollars to go back and fix it. But Hacha came in to come Mavzid Kule, here by Ibud, there's no mistake. He's being Mavzid all his money, so come Mavzid Kule Andre, for Azaba Amar, and he's coming and telling us that they say the Torah is disqualified, and he loses all his money, so, so therefore, so Amar Kushtakama. Over here, you talk to have to say that he's telling the truth. So it comes out like this. Rubber holes and eight echad neman, even if it's not the yado. The only thing is, there can't be intermittent times that he never said anything, because that already takes away his trustworthiness. According to Abaya, in order for him to believe, it has to have a tool of believability. The yado is a tool of believability. But now he's saying is that even according to Abaya's shita, that it has to be the yado, there's another tool of believability. If what he's saying is going to cost him, a significant amount of money, that's enough to believe the person. It's like, almost like, that creates like a biyada. It's like a migu that makes, that he's believed. Let's go to the next. Does the Kohen have to pay or not? What's that? The Kohen has to pay or not? So it depends. The mazid of a shogig. The shogig, not the mazid, yes. He's coming and saying, What's that? That he's coming and saying. Yeah. That so he said the mazid, you're saying, uh, yeah, that's a, I had the same caution. So now that he's going to be losing the amazing, so I don't know, maybe that's not a, a significant amount. Of, I don't know. You have to look into it. That's a good question. I, I don't know. You have to look into that, into the Yishon, how Yishon answer that question. Let's go back to it. Zohar Dele Mishnah. All right. Hey, Rabbi Yochanan ben Gudgado. 
Rabbi Yechonon Gayud Gudga testified upon the following thing. Now we know that a cheresh or a chereshes are not obligated in mitzvahs. They're considered to be that uh, we're talking about the chora over here. We're talking about a deaf, a deaf and dumb. But they, they're mute as well. So now a cheresh or chereshes, right? Uh, that is a ktana. That is a ktana. The father still is able to marry off. Midaraisa. Because he has the rights over his ktana. So ktana doesn't have das anyway. So the fact that she's a chereshes is not myla, not myring. So when the father marries off this ktana to a person, as long as he's a, above bar mitzvah, and he's a, it's a kedushin deraisa. Right? They marry deraisa. But that person is able to divorce her. Why is that person able to divorce? Ah, she doesn't have das. She doesn't have das. The chorah is not a problem. Because you don't, you can be divorced by korcha. As long as there's certain guidelines that she's able to watch what she's holding on to. But lemaisa, you're able to divorce her. So, so therefore, the kedushin itself is a kedushin deraisa. And the husband, you don't need the father anymore. The husband can divorce her because any array, even, even a gedola. You can divorce even if she doesn't want before the Kherim Rabbeinu Geshem. Kherim Rabbeinu Geshem is you need consent. That was the part you need. You can't marry more than one wife and you also need consent. But now, but back in the Din Torah, you don't consent. But maybe you can divorce her as well. So, hey, Rabbi Yechem and Gudgud. Rabbi Yechem and Gudgud testified, Allah Chereshes, she see Avio, she yoyt to the get. Ershtens, a get is a get and it's a valid get, number one. Well, alright. Va'aktana bas Yisroel shenises the Kohen. And the second thing he testified, let's say there is no father in the picture. Now, if there's no father in the picture, then either the brother or the mother or even herself, midirabonon, are able to make a kiddushin on a rabbinical level. To the rabbonon take a marriage, because really, aktana, unless the father's around, you can't have a kiddushin deraisa, because she doesn't have that. But the Chachamim came along, they don't want women to be taken, uh, these young girls to be taken advantage of, so he allowed a kiddushin derabbonon. So he also testified that aktana bas Yisrael, shenitzes l'kohen, she can marry a kohen, and not only that, if she's married to a kohen, shocheles betruma, she can even eat truma. Now Rashi right away says that She's only allowed to eat Truma de Rabbonon, right? There's Truma de Rice and Truma de Rabbonon. Now, Rashi Shita, by the way, is Truma de Rice is only on the three things mentioned in the Pasuk. Tirosh, uh, Yitzar, and, um, what's, 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 uh, Dagan Tirosh Yitzar. Those only three things. Everything else is only Truma de Rabbonon. Now, and therefore, but only here she can only eat Truma de Rabbonon. Why can't she only eat Truma de Rabbonon? Because the marriage itself is only a de Rabbonon. Okay? Now, the, the, the interesting thing is, the imesa, and if in fact she dies, Baal Yarsha, the husband will be Yarshan her. Now, Lachor, there, the, her family could say, one second, it wasn't a real marriage to Raisa, it was only a marriage to Rabbanan. So why should the husband be able to Yarshan? We're going to see that Hefter based in Hefter, they can transfer assets. They felt that that's important, because if you want the husband to take this marriage seriously, right, he also has to be able to Yarshin her as well. And so these are all, again, continuing with the theme of Tikkun Olam, the, the betterment of a society. Also, a guy goes and steals a beam. Alright, he steals a 4x4, a 2x4, a four four, a and he puts up his nice house, and he puts it into the roof, and whatever it is. And then he does tshuva. Okay? He does tshuva. Now, assuming the beam technically can still be removed, but, if you would have to knock down the roof or the walls to get to that beam, the Chorah, that is going to deter people from doing tshuva. Ah, but the Torah says, the Heshev is a gezel asher gozal. Right, you, you have it, you've got to give it back. Came along the Chachamim and said, it's called Takonis Marish, the Takona of the beam, and therefore they said that you don't have to knock down your house, we're going to see Basil's Shita, and you can just pay the value of the beam and not have to knock down your house. Okay. So what is about Amarish, a gozel, Shabana Badir is built into a palace, into a big house, Shayatil is Dumbab, you can pay off the money, again, that's a takana, that's called takana marish for shavim, shavim for people who do tshuva. We want to make it easy for people to be able to do tshuva. Now, the last case which we're going to deal with extensively is the cases like this. Now, let me just tell you what the case is going to be. Somebody steals an animal, alright, and then is makdishit. You have all these guys, you know, they're the mafia, they used to give all the money to the Pope, you know, I don't know, maybe it makes them feel better. But the point is, this guy steals the animal and then goes ahead and is makdishit, 
Alright? Al Khatas Dagzula. And he made it into a carbon khatas. Okay? Right? Shalonizabin. If the way we're going to just learn is going to be a machlok is how to learn this Mishnah, but let's just go the one way. That let's say this at the time when this animal was offered, nobody knew that it was stolen. It didn't hit the news yet. Okay? It wasn't known yet. She mechaperes the pnei tikkun olam. The hachomim made a tikkun olam that that animal offers kapora. You don't have to bring another animal for. So it means this gazlan the chorei is able to have used that animal for his kapora. But it says because of a tikkun olam. Now we'll see exactly. Oh, that's not tikkun. A tikkun is It's a tikkun for the mizbeach. We'll see exactly what the word is. But the point over here is it's mashma. Technically, it shouldn't be working. But because the tikkun is they went ahead and said that you can go ahead and do it. So now let's go back to. It. So let's let's focus on the first case. Now I'm a rubber. says that based on the testimony of Rabbi Yochanan and Gudgado that allowed a Hereshis uh, to get married and 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 then get subsequently get divorced without uh with, with, without, obviously she's not going to have das at the moment you give it to her. She's not going to know exactly what it is you're giving her. Why won't she know? She's a Hareshes. It's worse than a regular Katana. Right? A Katana might have an idea. She's a Hareshes, right? Because of that, he says like this. He gets to have a case. What happens if you take over to Adam? And you say to Adam, listen, I'm about to divorce my wife. I'm going to give her a get. I want you to be witnesses. And then he goes to the wife and he says to her, you know, Take this IOU. I'm giving you an IOU. So she thinks when she's taking it from him, it's an IOU. When she opens it up, what is she going to see? Yeah. It's again. Now, but she didn't know at the time. He said, it doesn't matter. It's Megureshes. Why? Because the point is, if you can be Megareshe Chereshes, Chereshes doesn't know that what you're giving her is a get. So therefore, based on the testimony of Rabbi Yochum and Gudgadah, you could do the same thing with your wife. Okay, the guys would be a pretty uh, big creep to do such a thing. But he's he's toying with her. I mean, she's going to end up thinking she's... Right? Nevertheless, it's... More or less like this. So, You take... He says, look, I'm going to give her a get. Because of Amalah, and at the time he gives it to her, she doesn't know that it's a get. And he's a skinsy starchov, say, take this IOU, harazim a gereshes. Why? What's the proof? Because me, Lama, Rabbi Yochum, and good, good, low, low, by in and die, so just as by the gereshes, you don't need her da, she doesn't need the awareness when you're being magarisher. So, Akhanami, low, by in and die, you don't need her knowledge that what she's getting is a get. Someone says, Trita, that doesn't seem to be a big chiddish, right? What's the chiddish over here? The a, as long as the Adim know, Right? What's the Chiddush? Someone says like this, I'll tell you what the Chiddush is. Because you, it's true you went to the Adam and said, I'm giving her a get. But you might think, if he declares at the time that he gives it to her, I'm giving an IOU, maybe that's viewed like a bitzel of the get. You might think he changed his mind. Maybe by saying that, if he's a bitzel, Kamash Malan, he's just toying with her, but it's not considered to be a bitzel of the get. So Mao the same, Since he said, take the Shtarchov, Bitzel Ibatlet, as if he's being Mavatel nullifying the game. Kamash Malan, that it is not. Well, what's the riot that it's not? Because if he actually was nullifying the get, he wouldn't be saying this to her. Who would he have to say it to? To the Aiden. The fact that he never said it to the Aiden, he's only saying it to her. the Aiden, he said it's a get. To her, it says, now you, you, it means he's just toying with her. So therefore, Gamash Malan, so therefore, because him, Isa the Batla, because if he actually was being the Batla, the Aiden have a little, have a Amr Lohi, he would have said it to the Aiden, but Aiden Kamahaki, Nishun Kisufa, he's just trying to embarrass her or make her feel bad, but it's not actually being a bitul of the get. Now, what the Gemara now in the next section is about to say, you have to go back to the Mishnah. Very interesting, there are two cases in the Mishnah. The one, the first case was the Kedushin der Isa. The father is marrying off a katana. It has to be a, she's a katana because you can't marry off she's not a katana. He's married a katana and in addition to her being a katana, what was she? Koreshes. Right? He said she's a Koreshes. The second case was is that the father's not in the picture anymore. So it's not a Kedushin Deraisa anymore. So it's Katana Bas Yisrael. She can marry herself or her brother and sister, her brother and mother can marry off to a Kohen. And not only that, she's allowed to eat Truma dura, we said Truma Dura Bonin, right? It's allowed to eat Truma. Now, the question is, why are you switching from the case of Hereshes? Why are you dropping? The first case was a Ketana and a Hereshes. The second case is, it's only talking about a Ketana. What happened to the fact that it's Mashma that he should have been a Ketana 
and the Chereshes, or just the Chereshes on her own, right, then the Halacha would be, even though a Chereshes technically should also be able to marry Midra Bonon, but we would not say that that allows her to eat Truma. Right? That's the deal the Gemara is going to make. Because then say the bigger Chiddush. Say that if she's a Ktana and a Chereshes, or she's just a Chereshes, she can get married to and eat Truma. The fact you're dropping the fact that she's a Chereshes implies that this din that she can eat truma does not apply if she's a Koreshes. Even though it should be a condition to Rabbonin, that she cannot, doesn't allow her to eat truma if she's married to a coin. Vailakhtana mashma that if she'd been a Koreshes, only because she's a Ktana, not a Koreshes, but if she was a Koreshes and or a Ktana, but she would not be allowed to eat truma. My timer. Why not? So I'll tell you why not. Because generally, generally, a... Uh, who would they marry a Cheresh to? Usually, very often, they would say a Cheresh and a Cheresh should be able to get together. That would be a condition to Rabbanim, but there is such a thing. So therefore, like this, what are we concerned about? One says we're concerned that if you let a Cheresh who's married to a Kohen, right, the Kohen is a Bardas, a Pikeach, that's only a condition to Rabbanim. Why is it only a condition to Rabbanim? Since the father did not marry off as a katana, the most it could be a condition to Rabbon. But if you let the Kohen feed her truma, then in another case where it's a cheresh and a cheresheth, you might think also, if he's a cheresh Kohen, he might be able to eat truma. We're going to see, no. In that case, we don't want her eating truma. So as a gzeira, because if you let the cheresheth eat truma when he's a pikeach, then we're afraid that the Kharashes might eat Truma even when the husband is a Kharash. Now we're going to ask questions. So what? What's, why is that a problem? Simona says like this. Simona says, the my time, or what's the reason that the Kharashes do Akhla? Because we're afraid that if the husband is a Kharash, he might also give her uh, Truma. Simona says, the Lechel, so let her eat. The, what's the worst? She has a din of a Katana. Why does she have a din of a Katana? Even if she's 55. <laughs> because she's We know the halacha is that if you see a cotton or a katana, unless it's your own child, you don't have to stop them from doing an iser. So therefore, what's the worst? That the coin's going to give her to eat truma? is because it's a cotton oichel You don't have to separate. Why is that a reason to make it zero? There's a bigger problem. Because what are we afraid of? We're afraid is that if you let the Cheresh give a Cheresheth, what about the case where it's a Cheresh marrying a Pikeach? Let's say she is of sane mind, and for whatever reason, she agreed, uh, she wants a green card, whatever it is. She went ahead and she married a Cheresh. So that would not be, so therefore that case, she would not be allowed to eat Truma in that case. Why? Because she's Mechoyah. She's not, it's not a real marriage to rice, And she would not be allowed to eat... What's it? It's only Durabana. One second, one second, one second. So therefore, it would not, the condition itself, it doesn't allow her to be able to eat Truma. So basically, we're saying like this. We're saying is, we don't want a Cheresh... We don't want a, a Pikeach feeding a Cheresheth because you might have a Cheresh then feed a Cheresheth. What's the problem with that? Well, if a Cheresh can feed a Cheresheth, it might end up being that a Cheresh will feed a Pikacha. And that talk would be an Isser. So what it says like this, He might give her a Pikacha. So what it says, what's the big deal over there? We say we're talking about Truma de Rabbonon. Truma de Rabbonon, she should be allowed to eat. Since it's a Kedushin de Rabbonon, she should be allowed to eat a Truma de Rabbonon. Someone says, yeah, but who says it's only going to be Truma de Rabbonon? What happens if it is Truma de Raisa? Someone says like this, might come to eat Truma de Raisa. So basically what we're saying is like this, just to get to step back and say, the first case in the Mishnah where you need the father to marry off Right? So we said over there, if she's a Chereshes, what's his name? The, the, father, the father can marry off if she's a Chereshes because the, 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 the man, it's going to be a Kedushin Daraisa. So if it's going to be a Kedushin Daraisa, there's no problem of eating Truma. So therefore, that's for sure okay when it's going to be a Kedushin Daraisa. The problem is like this, is when it's a Kedushin Darabonon, then we don't want a Cheresh eating Truma. Why don't we want a Cheresh eating Truma Darabonon? Because we're afraid that if you let a... Uh, 
Chere, I mean, you let a, a Tikech feed a Chereshes, even though she should be allowed to eat Truma, he'll make sure he doesn't give Truma the rice, he'll give Truma the Rabon. But if you let that happen, then a Cheresh might come to feed a Chereshes. What's that, what's the problem? Even if you give Truma the rice, it's not a problem. A cotton on the veil is not a problem. Yeah, but the problem is that if a Cheresh marries a Pikachas and then feeds a Truma the rice, then it's a Mechir Mizvidei Shemai. That's why when a Cheresh is involved, we don't want, if it's a condition of Rabon, we don't want them eating Truma. Let's go back to it. Now, Allah Marish Agazel Shabana, we said that you don't have to tear it down. Hanra Rabbanu learned in a Braisa. Gazel Amarish, Gazel Marish, a person stole a bean. Ubana, a and he built it into his big house. They shamay, I'm in Makakesta, Alabira, cool, they're very, very machmir. They get kredin, you have to knock down the whole house, tear down the house to give back the beam. Umachzer, umachzer marish, lebalim, and then give it back. The Nigzal only gets the money, the value of it. to allow people to take to allow people to do tshuva. Okay, let's go to the last case of our Mishnah. It says They said that if it the if it wasn't shalom no to the rabbin, if it wasn't known to the rabbin, Chachamim came along. It says like this: It's mechaperes. Now, Amar Ula. Now, Ula says like this. Let's go to Baba Kama over here. There is a machlokus in Baba Kama concerning Yeyush. Yeyush means that the owner had something stolen from him and he gave up hope. Voilon the chisran. Kiss. Um, that woe to me that I'm never going to get it back. Now, there's a machlokus. Is Yeyush Kedi. Yeyush on its own. Right? There are other things that can be joined to Yush, but let's go with Yush on its own. If Yush on its own is a Kona, is a Kona means that it becomes now the full asset of the thief, or Yesh Kedi Lo Kona, or Yesh Kedi does not make it the full asset. It's partially the Ganas, the Gazan, but it's not considered the full asset of the of, of the thief. Now, what's going to be the situation over here? So, Ula says, Devar Torah, Minat Torah, this stolen cow, or this stolen ox, right? Whether or not it was publicly known that it was stolen, or it was not publicly known and stolen, when the thief tried to make it hegdish, right? It can't be brought on the Mizbeach. Why can it not be brought on the Mizbeach? Because it's not his completely. Why is it not his completely? Because all you had was the Yeyush of the, of the original owner and that doesn't make it completely his. And if it doesn't make it completely his, we'll see, Rashi learns it might become partially his, but it's not enough to allow it to go on reward of Mizbeach. It cannot be brought on the Mizbeach. So therefore, they know the loan know that in Mechaperis, not Mechaper, my time, or why not, says Ulu, because Yerush Kadilai Kani, that the Yerush doesn't make it his, if it doesn't make it completely his, he cannot be Magdashit, it cannot be Magdashit, you're bringing a stolen item on the Mizbeach, cannot bring it on Mizbeach. So now, if that's true, then it should make no difference. Whether or not people knew that it was stolen, or people did not know it's stolen, it should not offer the thief Kapara. Why? Because Yish Kedi Lokani, he doesn't own it. So his hegdish wasn't a full hegdish, so it can't go on the Mizbeach. So Matam Amru Loinot Mechaperes. So why is it that Chachamim came along and said, one second, as long as at the time of when you shechted and did the Zrika, it wasn't known yet that it was stolen, it was still, people didn't know about it, that we allowed us to go through. The Chachamim have a koach over here. Yesh Koch Biyad Chachamim. They have this koach to go ahead and make it. Why do they let it happen if it wasn't known yet? in order not to upset the Kohanim. Because think about it. It's one thing, if we knew beforehand that it's stolen, the Kohanim was <laughs> stolen property, we're not touching. But if they didn't know about it, you go ahead and bring a carbon. You go ahead and you put it on his back and you eat it. You, have your, you come home and you have your geshmak and steak, your, your shlame, whatever, whatever we have. You had the chatas, you, you ate in the azara, you had a, a little barbecue. And then, three days later, you find out that you guys, that it was stolen and actually it wasn't even even Hegdish was chulim by the, the Kohanim are going uh, are to be very upset about this. So when it says like this, so uh, so they were shleik on him at tzavim. So when I'm the rabbanon the ulah, so the talmidim, the rabbanon said to ulah, I said one second, but that's not what the Mishnah said. The Mishnah said the reason they did it was for tikkun hamizbeach. According to you, it's a tikkun for what did he say? For the Chachon, for the Kohanim. You said that the Kohanim shouldn't, shouldn't be upset. But the Mishnah says the reason for the Takona was Vatikon for the Mizbeah. We learned He says like this. No, because what's going to happen is, if the Kohanim become gun shy, right? They're not going to want to bring Korbanas. Anytime that, so what's going to end up losing? 
The Mizbeach is going to end up losing. So this Takana is to make sure the Kohanim don't become gun-shy so the Mizbeach doesn't end up losing. So that's why it says, Kevan, the Kohanim, them when the Kohanim are going to become upset about it, Nimtza Mizbeach bottle, Mizbeach is going to come out being bottle. So therefore, like this. So Ula explains the Takana of the Mishnah is that the Chachamim let it go through when it's not known that it's stolen. When it's known it's stolen, you don't need the Takana. Why don't you need the Takana? Because the Kohanim know... We're not going to bring it on his veil. But when they don't know, they're going to find out later, that's where you made the Takana, let it go through, so that, so that the Takana should not be upset, and then his veil should not end up becoming bottled. Now, say the moral case, Yehuda Amar, Dvar Torah, Bein Or, Bein Lo, No, Or, Mechaperes, is the other way around. He says, really, Mena Torah, this should be a good carbon, whether it's stolen, and it was known that it was stolen, or whether it wasn't really known it was stolen at the time when they shechted and they did the Zrika. Why? Because my time, because he holds years to the Kani, so if years to the Corner, so therefore, even when you know it was stolen, but the guy was Mayayish, Minat Torah, that's okay to go ahead and bring it on Mizbeah. So why did they make the Takana? He said, Takana is the other way around. The Takana was that when it's known that it's stolen, we uproot it. You, you have to bring another card, but we're not going to let you count on that one. I'm in a Torah, Yishkadi's corner, you can't bring it. Why? We'll see why. People are going to go around saying, even though it's not true, they're going to say, oh, they're bringing stolen property on the Mizbeah. Now, even though it's not really, because at that point it's no longer stolen, why is it not stolen? Because Yishkadi was Kona. The Chachamim, therefore, the Takona was, if it's not known, it's not a problem. But where it was known before, that it's stolen the Rakhom said uh-uh you can't go ahead and bring that because it's going to look like the Mizbeach was getting stolen property even though it's not really because Yishkidi is Kona now the Gemara says like this that what was the type of carbon that the Mishnah said the Mishnah gave an example right carbon Chathas now it comes out very good according to Ula the concern is that the Kohanim are going to have eaten from a stolen carbon so I understand why you didn't give the example of an Ola why don't you give the example of an Ola? Because an Ola, anyway, the Kohanim don't eat. The Ola is completely burned up. So you gave a Kedva Chattas where the Ola, the, the, the Mizbech eats some of it, but the Kohanim also eats some of it. So I understand why you gave the example of a Chattas. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, he said the whole reason is they made the Takana is because people are going to say the Mizbech ate from non-kosh, from, from stolen property. So why are you giving the example of the Chattas? You should have given the example of an Ola. And all the, so it's mashma, you, you, you don't need a situation where the Kohanim eat. It's got nothing to do with the Kohanim. So according to Ul, it has to do. That's what generates it. The Kohanim going to eat and stolen things. But according to Rabbi Yehuda, it's the Mizbeah. So why not give an example of an Ola? Right? That's the most kasha. So Gemara says like this, Bishloma Lula Hanalikani Khatas, Khatas as opposed to an Ola. Elar Yehuda, my area khatas. Why you're discussing khatas? Afila Ola, give an example of an Ola. Nami. The Takana should be also included. Why? Because the people are gonna say the Mizbah is eating stolen property. Gemara says, no, it's a kosher cane. Lama baya kama. I mean all the more so. By an Ola, for sure people are gonna say that the Mizbah is eating stolen property, because the whole thing's going on it. So therefore for sure they're going to make the Takana for the case of Ola. The Chiddush is they even said it in the case of Chattas. Because remember, in the case of Chattas, most of the meat is eaten by the Kahanim. The, only the blood and the fats are brought, are brought on his back. So therefore you might say the whole thing is to protect the integrity of the Mizbeh. Maybe in such a case you don't need the Takana because people aren't going to say, oh, the Mizbeh eating. Because in that case, it wasn't the Mizbeh eating most of the meat. The meat being, so Kamash Mulan, that even in that case, even though it's only the blood and the fat, we still make the Takana in such a case because people still might uh, cast aspersions that the Mizbeh is eating stolen, pro- stolen property. The whole thing is burnt on the Mizbeh. The only thing that goes up on the Mizbeh is the Chalev and the Dam. But either the rest of the meat is Kohanim Achi Yimakon Afilo Achi even such a case Gozer he still made Exeiro Shalai Yomrim Hizbech Echon Exeiro the Exeiro so they know Hizbech goes back to the Mishnah over here now the Mishnah is going to ask a very strong question on Rabbi Yechonah on Rabbi Yehuda according to Ula let's focus on Ula Ula the Takona is the case of, of, of known or not known where do you need the Takona really you use doesn't work so what's the Takona to let it work in what case where it wasn't known According to Rabbi Yehuda, really both should work. So what was the Takana? When it's, when known, it's known, we still allow we, it. No, no, no. When it's known, we uproot it. 
Right. We don't want to let it work for Islam. Yeah. But look at the words of the Mishnah. The Mishnah said, Tanan, we learned in our Mishnah, Al and a stolen Khan, Shalom when it's not known, Lurabi means people don't know that it was stolen. It's clearly the Tikkunamizbeh was in the case where it's not known. That clearly goes like Ula and not like uh it should say the opposite. It should say the Takana is for the case when it is known, not for the Takana is for the case when it is not known. That's the Gemara's Kasha. That's actually, you have, to, you have to accentuate it in the right way, and then you'll understand how it fits according to Rabbi Yehuda. It is like this. Dafka, when do we allow this carbon to go through when it wasn't known? It's mechaperis. Why? Because really it should be mechaper, they know the angel alone know the. So it's mechaperis and it's noda, but only that. Why when it's noda not? Right? That's the deal. Noda ain't mechaperis, but if it's noda, we don't have to put that in parentheses. But if it's noda, it's ain't mechaperis. Why? Because Meaning basically what you have to say like this. When it says lo noda mechaperis, that's meikiradin. But why only lo noda? It should also be noda too. No, lo noda, you know it not. Why not? Because of tikkum is back. That's how you have to read the Mishnah according to the Shita of Rav Yehuda. Now, the Gemara asks the following question. Masiv Rava says as follows. We have like this. This is in Bavakama Samaches. It says, Ganav, the person stole a korban from someone else. Now, the rule is like this. If you steal from someone, it's you have kefal. If you went and shechted it, then you have Dalad the hay, the means of an officer sheep. So it says, Ganav, this person went and stole it, but the first thing he did was, he was Maktishit. Alright? Mm-hmm. And then he went and was Tavachumachar. Now let's focus on this. Meshalim Tashlumit Eifel. He for sure has to pay the Kefal. Why did he have to pay the Kefal? He stole it, he had the Kefal. But ain't a Misham Tashlumit Arba Chamisha. But he does not have to pay Dalad Vehe. Now Rashi explains like this. If you hold Yush Kedi is Kona, right? Right? If Yush Kedi is Kona, I understand why you don't pay Dalad Vehe because there's a special drosha that Dalad Vehe doesn't apply to based on that. Re'eyu Veloishal Hegdish. You don't pay Dalad Vehe. So therefore, the Kefal you pay because you stole from the person. Dalad Vehe you do not. Now, if you hold Yush Kedi Lo Kona, that means that Bechorah, then it still belongs to... So why shouldn't you be paying Dalad Vehe? So Rashi said, because Yush... On its own, it doesn't make it completely yours, right? It's, it's only, but it's enough that if you're Magdashit, you can be Magdashit, it belongs on a monetary level to Hektish. It can't be broader than it's there. But if you all Yish Kedi Kona, it could even go on the Mizbeah. If you all Yish Kedi Lo Kona, it'll still be financially owned by the Mizbeah, which means there's no dollar Vey, but you cannot bring it on the Mizbeah, right? But either way, the bottom line is there's no dollar Vey. The question is from the next area. Betania Allah, the Brizer says, what if this Shechita happened outside of the Azorah? Means like, Dalad Vehei means someone who shechted in the Azorah. But yeah, you have a bigger problem. The guy went and shechted it outside of the Azorah. If he shechted it outside the Azorah, the Chorah, you have an issue of Shechut Echutz. Right? So it says, Betania Allah, the Chutz, Ki Aigav, the Amish Chorah, Chayv Chorah. Now let's analyze this for a moment. The only way you can say the guy's Chayv Chorah is if it's actually a Korban. If it would not be a Korban, there's no Chiyav Korban. Only if somebody can go on his back and be Chiyav Kores for. So now, if you all Yish Kedi Kani, then it works that fine. You're Chiyav Kefal. Dalad Vehei, because there's no Dalad Vehei by Hektish. Kores, there is Kores, but it makes sense. But you all like Ulo, that Yish Kedi Lo Kana. So even if you want to kvetch like Rashi does, I understand there's no Dalad Vehei, because it partially belongs to the it's, it's considered the moment of the Mishmira. But there should be no Kores. Why is there Kores over here if your old Yish doesn't make it yours completely, uh, and therefore it wasn't a full Hektish, if it's not a full head dash, then it wouldn't go on his back. Wouldn't go on his back. You're not chayav kares. Why does it tell me you're chayav kares? The amad yush kedi like kani kares mayavidate. Why is it chayav kares? What's the talmud kares of the year? So amar rab shidbi kares midivrem. It's a it's midrabbonim to kares. The rabbis made it a kares. Someone says like that makes no sense. That says the achikale kare achikale. They laughed at him. Kares midivrem. The whole concept of kares is. What do you mean it's a Kharaz Medivrayim? What does that mean, Kharaz Medivrayim? Mi'ika, how do you have a Kharaz Medivrayim on, on the rabbinical level? So, Amalu Rava, Gabra Rava, Amar Milsa, when a great man says something, Lotachukal, I don't laugh at him. What it means, Kharaz Ali Devrayim, means it's a full Kharaz because of the Rabbana. What does it mean? It means that the Chachamim using Hefker based in Hefker makes it his. And since they make it his, then his Hegdesh 
made it a good hegdish. And if his hegdish made it a good hegdish, then you know what? You're going to be chayiv on shchut That's what it means, the Rabbanan, because yushkidi doesn't work. So therefore, Yoshki does work. You shouldn't be chayav kares. But Rabbi Rabbi's made that it, it does work, that it becomes his. If it becomes his, then he's chayav kares. As a penalty for doing shchut, for stealing it and taking shchut, that's why the machayv. So why is it like this? So therefore, kares she'al yedei dibrayim basalei. That it comes to him through there, through hefker based in hefker. Okmin rabbanu b'shus. They put it in his b'shus. Kiyechi to punish him to lechayav lo. They should be chayav kares. So I'm a rabbi. Hi, Vadei Kamibayli. I have the following shaila. At what point did the Chachamim institute the Hefker based in Hefker to consider it his? Kiyukme Rabbanu B'Shusei is Meshach's neighbor. Is it at the time of the neighbor? As soon as he stole it, it becomes his because of Hefker based in Hefker. Or it's not his until when you mock this. The penalty kicks in. You are mock this. We're going to make it yours that if you shecht it now, you're going to be chayav kores. So was it from the time of when he stole it, it became his? Or is it from the time of hegdis? Where's the line of Kamina? Who cares? It's semantics. It's not semantics. Because, let's say any shearings, any offspring that this animal might have, if they the, based and made it his from the time he stole it, who owns anything that now is a spin-off from this animal? The animal not gives birth. The animal gets sheared. Who owns it? If the Chachamim said, you own it from the time when you stole it, he keeps it. But if it only belongs to him at the time he was Magdashid, then anything happened in the interim, you would have to give back so it does make a difference. So my, so what's Allah? How do I'm a Then Rabbi came back and said, Mestab, it's logical, Mishazik It can only be that it becomes his completely from the time of Hegdish. Why would the Chacham make a Takana that allows the sinner to gain? He's going to go ahead and gain that from the time he stole it, he can keep the Giza of letters. So they, even though they want a penalty, you penalize him, there's going to be Chayv Kores if he shefts it outside of the Azara. But we're not going to go ahead and do it in a way that he's going to gain. Therefore, when does it become his? At the time of Hegdish, why so it should be a full Hegdish in order to be able to be Machai of him, the Kores, when he shafted outside the base of Mikdash. General, we'll stop over here.